Welcome to the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of Brian, your host, and his guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested. So please, consume at your own risk. Now, here's Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is listening, welcome back to the show. My guest today is Lacey Smith. She is currently running for one of the open seats on the Payson City, Utah Council. With local elections just a week or so away, we're talking about why she is passionate about running and why it's important for you to exercise your voting rights. In the past, only a tiny percentage of eligible voters have turned out. People are losing faith in and disillusioned with the governmental process and fearful of a perceived good old boys club mentality where decisions are made and money is spent without the approval of the citizens. She wants to bring a whole new set of eyes to the city, which will bring a more transparent relationship between the residents and their government. So lover or hater, you'll always know where she stands on the issues. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. You're... You're one of these crazy people running for <laughs> Payson City Council, and actually, that's something I wanted to do when I was in Highland. Mm-hmm. But then I saw a lot of the how much work it is, and how these loving, kind people in the neighborhood start turning on each other when in, in situations like this. So, yeah, why would you do such a crazy thing and run for City Council? Why you? Um, why should someone pick you? Why should someone pick me? Why, one, why are you doing it, and then why should they pick you over whoever else is running? Well. Um, why I'm doing it, then, uh, there's three seats up this year and I'm very, I, I'm on social media a lot and I listen to people and I see what people say and what people continuously say is the current city council doesn't care about us. They don't listen to us. They already have their agenda. And what's the point of even trying? And I want to help change that. I don't want to change the person, but I think with my presence and the way that I can do things, it'll just cycle and cause a change without people even knowing that they then care again and they want to be engaged again. I always tell people when they say, well, why should I pick you? And I say, well, I'll be honest. I'm not a politician. I'm... Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Because Um, politician, to be fair, everyone knows it. If someone says you're a politician, it's not in a kind way. No. When I say someone very politician-y, that means they, when I'm around them, I don't feel like I matter. Mm-hmm. And they're just always looking past me to find someone else with more influence and power that they can suck onto. So that's when I when I say someone's a politician, it's not a good thing. Well, and it's sad. Already, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. It's, sad. It's, it, it's just yeah. sad. No, well, and they already have the answer for you, right? Like, there's a few candidates right now that I'm just like, man, he's good, right? Like... He just can grab you and he's good. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, but is he honest or is he a politician, right? Well, you when you say they're good, yes, someone can be a very, I know yeah. a lot of people who are good politicians, but they're, people can sense that mm-hmm. it's, it's not real, it's not genuine. And if someone's fake, you can tell. Yeah. I had, um, so I've been attending the city council meetings, obviously. I had a lady come up the other day and she said, first off, I'm here because of you. She goes, because you've been posting about this. And I thought to myself, 
I'm going to make it a priority to go every once in a while. So that's why I'm here. And I said, well, that's great. And she goes, second off, I'm voting for you because you're like me. I relate to you. You're a mom. You know, you are a wife. You have chickens, you know. Um, you're one of I, them crazy real estate I, agents. <laughs> you know, I haven't been saying much about that just because I always say I dabble in that. For my uh, full time, I'm a senior international accountant. So explain that one. <laughs> so accountants have different levels. You know, you have your staff accountant, your senior accountant. And um, so I'm just a little, I guess, further uh, knowledgeable. And I do it internationally for inter like, so I work for a company that, yes, it is an MLM company. Um, I don't do any part of that. So we have um, entities in multiple countries, I think like 19 or more. So I do the accounting for Mexico, Australia, Italy, and some of Canada. So basically, we have accounting books here in what we call GAP in America, and then we have accounting books in local. And so I basically run the GAP ones, and we hire an accounting firm in the other countries for the local, and we work together to make them wreck out. Local to GAP is what we call it. So I do the accounting for this corporation. Um, my boss joked the other day that now our new title is mini international controllers. So you just kind of run all the accounting for these companies. And I do not speak another language. Thank you, Google Translate. I don't have to, but um, it's really interesting. You know, you learn a lot. So yeah, so she just, the lady that came up though, she said, I relate to you, you're me. And I was like, well, thank you. You know, like that's, that's what I'm hoping for. And I'm hoping, um, you know, the main reason too was Payson has about 23,000 people. In the last election, they had 8,700 um, registered voters. Now we're at about a little over 10,000. We had, I think, the first um, candidate won with just over 1,000 votes. The second one with one about like 800 votes. And the one was like 400 because we don't have a turnout. I think they said like it was like 28% or something, 30%. And to me, that's sad because we have this ability to vote. And people aren't utilizing it because a lot of them, they might have lost trust in it or they feel like it doesn't matter. And oh, I think it's all those. And, is it and, not? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This is a melon election. And after a couple meetings, I said to my husband, I was like, I said, I don't even know if you can. <laughs> it sounds bad, but it's like, I said, I don't even know if I can trust this because of after what I just saw tonight. And he was like, don't go there. You know, like it's just pacing. And I was like, I know. I said, but I want to be able to hand my ballot to someone and like see it counted right then, you know, because, and so, yeah, I again, I'm just that, I'm them, you know, and that's, but I still vote because I do feel that it is important and it's a freedom that a lot of people don't have. And so. yeah, and if we keep screwing things up, we may not have it at some point. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not immune to losing our freedom. No, we, I mean, we see many freedoms that a lot of people feel are being taken away. So, and you know, the know fact that that's... that many people are turning out says that they do not care. Yeah. Like why I don't, I don't honestly think my vote counts or matters. Yes. Do I do it? Sure. But I don't know. The, the other weird thing I've seen a lot is, uh, I meet husbands and wives and the wife will say, oh, don't worry about talking to my husband. I just vote for him. Or, you know, like a dad will come in and 
he's got four kids at home that are of age to vote and he'll say, you just have to win me over. I just fill everyone's ballots out. And, and I'm like, that's not what we should be doing. But, no, well, that's... but that's what people just, they don't care, I feel like. And that's sad. And so I really, I keep telling people, I said, even if you don't vote for me, all I'm asking is you get out and you actually talk to the candidates in person. I've been able to hear all of them multiple times. And I'll tell you right now, my votes have gone back and forth, back and forth of like, oh, I like that person. Oh, I'm not so sure about that. Oh, that sounds really rehearsed, you know? And um, that's what that's what people have to do. You can't just see a sign. Anyone can stick signs anywhere. And, and it worries me, you know, that people just were like, oh, I'm just going to vote for that guy because I, I recognize the name. And I'd rather you not vote then at that point, honestly. No, because you're an uninformed voter and that's kind of dangerous, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. So. And it's hard though. It's hard to people. It's it's hard to know because you, you, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do my research. I'm going to go on that person's website, read their materials, but how do I know that that's not BS? Who did we they even make that website? Yeah, we, I, I made mine personally, wrote yeah. it all, developed it all. Well, designed it all, you know, someone even asked me, they said, who did your website? And I was like, you're looking at her. I've done everything. I've done all my postcards. I've done all my flyers. I've, uh, I, people think I'm crazy, but I can tell you a hundred percent, any person that I've talked to, it works. I've made over 450 sourdough chocolate chip cookies personally, just myself, packaged them up, put a little flyer on it with a QR code in my, of my website and my logo. And personally, besides one neighborhood that my sister went and did, um, but I made the cookies and such personally went around, knocked on every single door that I handed them to told them who I was, told them what I was doing, told them, you know, reach out. Do you have any questions now? And every single person that's reached out to me, it's something. They're a person. And that was my whole thing. They're not a door hanger. They're not a postcard, you know? And I I sent out 250 postcards because I can't reach everyone, right? No. But the people that I did, I want them to know I'm a person, you're a person, and I care about you, and that's why I'm doing this. When I lived in Highland, there was, you know, with one of the races there years ago, and there were two candidates. It was, they were running for mayor. There were two candidates who teamed up, and they didn't do anything corrupt, but they did things and said things about the the opponent that were misleading. They It implied, like, one was like, save the library. And it implied that that other opponent wanted to ruin the library, which he didn't. Mm-hmm. But the when they say, we have to save the library, it implies that the other guy wants it destroyed. Well, they teamed up. So they had, they were this powerhouse pair. And my friend who won, he's now actually the Utah County auditor. He won the mayor race. I think he served two terms, but he was just so good about going door to door, being real, taking the time and it's a pain in the butt and is not worth the money. It takes Obviously, so much time. it takes so much time, but he truly made a difference. Was a great mayor for two terms, mm-hmm. and he beat these guys who thought they had it in the in the bag. I think, mm-hmm. and he and he won just by doing that, and and it was sincere and real. And yeah, it wasn't as sexy as a campaign, but he won because it was just real. Yeah, and well, and we're seeing that in Payson though. You know, there's one candidate that. I didn't get one on my door, but it was shared with me because um, I have a no soliciting sign on my door. And 
one of their top supporters wrote a letter about what this candidate stands behind. And at the end of the letter, it says, no other candidate cares about this. It's about the youth, right? No other candidate has mentioned this in their platform and such and such and such. And I thought to myself, well, I can tell you right now that that's not true because on my website, my idea is to get the youth involved and how to help the youth in our community so that they learn to love their community because then they have more respect for it and they don't want to go get into trouble usually or how to include them in our community more and let them know that they matter. It's all right there on my website, you know? And so that's kind of that of like, you know, trying to hit it at each other. And that was like so frustrating to me because I just, someone sees that and because they don't do their research, they just look at it and think it's the gospel. Yeah. Or the, or the, or the typical, there's a, there's a guy it's on YouTube. His name is Gil Fulbright. It's a joke. He's, he's mocking presidential campaigns and how, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll do a video with the opponent in black and white and in dreary music to try. But if you're not, again, if you're not doing your research, you look at that and you're like, yeah, that other guy's, he must be terrible because his picture's in black and white and it, they, they took a picture out of context and he looks mad, but that works. Otherwise yeah. people wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And they'll say things like you said, no, the other candidates care about this. Well, n- not necessarily, but you can say things that aren't overtly a lie mm-hmm. that's misleading. And I, to me, that's more evil. Yeah. And that's what it, it's frustrating. Um, you know, and I've, there's been a few incidences that um, I did go home and I would say to my husband, like, why am I doing this? You know, I'm, I'm taking time away from my family. I'm taking time away, you know, from not only family, but like my kids individually. It's not cheap. Luckily, you know, I've actually been very lucky to secure some pretty decent donors. And so I was pretty actually happy about that. I didn't want it to look bad where people were like, oh, you know, because a lot of times when people see like donations from certain people or organizations, they think something, but, you know, everyone has to release their financial statements. And I was the um, one with the most donations outside of a spouse or a mom. And I think even with those included, I still was the one candidate that wasn't funding it the most personally. But I have funded some, right? And um, it's expensive. Like, I, so part of my campaign, um, I love local businesses. I think that they're just, I I feel like a lot of businesses now, you lose that sense of care that anyone cares about you or a customer service. And usually with local businesses, you can still feel that. And I'm a very loyal customer. So when I started this campaign, you know, people in Payson, that's the other thing is they constantly say, that business is going out of business. I can't believe it, you know. And it's like, because no one supported it. And it's a small local business. But everyone wants to go to all the big, you know, corporate ones. And so when I started this campaign, I said to myself, I don't care if it costs me more money, which it has cost me about four times the amount. I said, I'm only going to support local businesses. That's it. So I called two businesses in Payson for signs. They did not call me back. And that's just, I have thoughts as to why. And that's okay. So I went one town over, um, which to me is five minute drive. And I called them and they have been the best. They've done a couple shirts for me. They've done banners. They've done all my signs. I can get them within 24 hours. 
Everyone else has gotten them off a website, which that's fine. That's their choice. And we all do it, right? But this was part of my campaign that I was going to be true to the person that I am and true to my campaign. And that was it, that I want to support local businesses. I want to grow local businesses. And this is how I'm going to do it. I've gotten all my copies from the local copy store. You can name them. Oh, um, so Outback Graphics in Salem, Utah. Yeah. Is where I got all my signs. Um, Copy Central in Payson um, is where I got my copies. And we got from Ace Hardware, the local little Ace Hardware, which, you know, it's locally owned. Uh, We got like our fence posts and different things. All Reds Ace. All Reds, yes. 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 And so um, I love my Ace coupons, I'll tell you. (laughs) It makes you feel like you have to use them, right? You're like, oh, it's going to expire. I need to get my $5 off. No. And so, like I said, like when the financial things came out, yeah, I I spent the most and have the least amount of signs pretty much. But uh, I also was very smart and got some really large banners and they're very strategically placed. So to me, that was another thing I stood by. I do not like litter and I feel like nonstop campaign signs is just littering our community. And let's be real, they're not all picked up on time, you know? Yeah. And I've kept track of like where I stick them. But like that was my other thing. I wanted to be strategic. I wanted to be smart. I have gone on county records and found out who owned an empty lot and reached. I've went and knocked on their door two towns away to see if I could put a sign on their a banner on their empty lot because I didn't want to have a thousand signs out there littering everything. I wanted to be smart. Or if you did something like that, it pissed someone off, then then that reputation's out there and it just. So, so yeah, so that was one thing that I was about my campaign is that I was like, you know what? It's all going to be local. Everything I've, bought, used, whatever. My postcards, I got them. I mean, I say local to me because I've used her for 12 years. She's an Orem, but I got them from Persnickety Prints. Um, it's, you know, female-owned company. She's built it from the ground up, and it's this, you know, amazing printing company now. And uh, so I reached out to her, and I was like, hey, you know, and so she did a little bit of a donation to help with my postcards, you know, and like I said, I didn't spend a lot of money on postcards because... I want the personable thing, but, and I've also done a lot of events. Um, yesterday I did an event at, there's a new, um, soda shop in Payson, which I know there's a ton of them in Utah. Those are called Mormon crack shops. Yes, I know. Let's just I be know. fair. But they are open on Sundays. So, uh, uh that's but it's called what, Java pop. The name stays, it's still, that's Mormon, still Mormon. Yeah, crack. No, it is. It, more, they're leaving church and they're going to the Mormon crack shops. Come on, Mormons. <laughs> you know who you are. I know my, my husband always says it too. He, he laughs about that's it. Okay. But, so I did that and I bought um, anyone that came, I bought him a drink up to a hundred drinks and sat and talked to him. But I wanted to num- get their name out because they're a new business, but also support someone that was local. And so just everything I've done, I've tried to be true to myself. So so this term, yes. when you win, uh-huh. yeah, right? When you win? Yes. I had a lady the other day message me. I left her husband a cookie, but she got the cookie and she messaged me and started asking me questions. And she said, I could talk to you all night, but I'll wait until you're elected to keep talking. And I said, well, thank you. When is the deadline for voting? And is it all by mail this time? Um, So you can drop it uh, by the 21st into a drop box. If you're going to mail it, it has to be postmarked by the 20th. And there is some in-person voting. So Payson City does have one. Um, So you can go down to Payson City on the 21st and vote. And um, so I have a website, it's votelaceysmith.com. And Lacey's L-A-C-E-E because my mom has to be different. 
And um, if if anyone goes on that, there is a tab on there about voter information, and it has everything. Even on the events, I even put the deadlines for everything so that people were informed. So How long is the term? Four years. Okay. Yeah. And what does that entail for you in terms of time? Is, is there like, is it weekly meetings for, for those that may be wanting to get into city, you know, local yeah. government or city it's, councils? Uh, bi-monthly. And then um, each council member kind of like, I best, the best way to describe it is they're like kind of given their own little baby, you know, they're kind of over, oversee a little part of the city, you know, they're with, given that by who the mayor. Okay. He like kind of delegates. So like someone might be over the parks area or the events or something like that. Um, I'll be honest. I, 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 I'm not an event person, so hopefully I get something, you know? Um, so you're, you're kind of like, that's your thing. Um, and then you, sometimes you might have meetings. So like there's one right now that he works with the water companies like strawberry canal and stuff. And he has to go to the meetings for those. Um, and then when there is an event, like, so Payson has the salmon supper, they have onion days, they have the Scottish festival. So you go to those events too. Um, sometimes you go to like a ribbon cutting event. So there's some time, um, you do, I mean, it's transparent, transparent, you do get compensated and it's like $10,000 a year. So you're not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it to get rich. I promise. I'm really honestly doing it to Payson needs a change. They need new eyes. What does that mean? Because um, I hear, and I don't want to accuse you of being a politician, but when I hear people running and they're saying the same crap that mm-hmm. every politician, we need change. We change now. What does that mean? Um, I'll just new say eyes it. change. I'm, what does that mean to you? I'll just say it. And people can come at me if they want. Um, I haven't had one person disagree. Payson's a good old boy system. And if you look at the track record, the city council votes yes on everything, probably 95 plus percent of the time. It, everything. Passed. Are these things good that they're voting yes on? Is I don't a- think that all of them are. And here's the problem, though. When someone asks them why, there's flat out been a council person in the meeting that says, because that's just the way it is. And that's their answer. Status quo. Yeah. And that's not an answer. Whether you like my yes or no that I'm voting, I've told everyone, I will give you the reason why I voted yes or no. I will f- I will tell you what you, you know, are asking, and I will be honest. You may not agree with what I voted for, but I'm going to tell you why I voted and People that will way. respect that. And that's, you know, city council, people have to remember, they work for the citizens of that town. And um, so anyway, so that's a big thing is just that, I'm not meaning change of like, you know, bring in all these businesses that are going to make it feel like a different town, but I mean, bring in people on the city council that already don't know the projects that are supposed to be passing within the next year. And instead of it already, you know, the city thinking it's an automatic yes, let these new eyes be able to dig into it and really determine from an outsider coming in is this worth a yes or a no? You know? Right. That's kind of, that's what I mean. I think that there's a lot of elbow, you know, rubbing that I see all the time at these things of, like I said, it's, it's just a good old boy thing. The scratch my, you scratch my back yeah. stuff, which people don't, mm-hmm. people, you just, people just expect that to be the case. And we're tired of 
it starts at this level, like you say, yeah. the corruption that goes up in whatever level of government and whatever corporation, it starts right here. And I know it's, you know, people get involved, make the change, but yeah, you're, you're, they want to be able to trust it. Yeah. And they want to people, they want to come out and vote because they feel like it matters and that people just should not feel like it matters. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and local, I actually was at an appointment the other day and the lady doing my service was like, oh, I don't vote locally. And I said, why? And she says, I don't know. And I said, let's be honest, especially in Utah, local's the only voice you have. You can, you know. And she knows why. Yeah. And if so, you, well, and if so, you pinned her down, she, you know, it's, it's what we're talking about. I'm yeah, sure. exactly. Well, yeah. And so I told her, I said, local's where you could actually go twice a month to face to face with that person and call them out. You can't go do that with the governor. You can't go do that half the time with a senator, especially the president, you know. And I said, local's where it starts and where it should matter the most because that's your home. Right now, I feel like everyone's feeling it, but Payson, they just had a huge utility increase. Huge. And um, I only know what I've seen so far, but all you hear is, all the city's trying to say is, well, the state made us do it. Because they had to upgrade their sewer system. And it's like, okay, but I I look at the I look at the city as I look at my household. I have a budget and I need to stay within it. I have wants and I have needs. And some of my wants right now are put to bed because it's tight for a lot of people right now. And the city needs to do the same thing. They need to look at their budgets and they need to say no to something that is not needed. And I've been told by many city repres- or city like um, employees that, yeah, we had a lot of money during COVID and basically it was yes, yes, yes. And there's going to be a lot of hard no's coming up because the money's gone. And the, res- the citizens are tired of the increases. I know I am. I mean, I just got my property tax thing the other day and, you know, my summary and I was not happy. But this utility hike was huge. And, for the um, same, for the same, you know, an increase for the same thing. Yeah. Product's not increasing. Product's not getting any better. No. And no. It has to be, and and so, if it's not that, right, if the money's not there, you can't spend it. And so why is it fair that the city thinks that they can just come to the residents and say, well, you need to tighten down your budgets, but we don't need to tighten down ours. So that's been a big thing too with my campaign is with, um, I've had 12 years of financial background. So I have a master's in business. And then, like I said, I've been 12 years in accountant. So I've looked at budgets, I've looked at audits, you know, I look at numbers, I look at financials nonstop. And I am that person. I had a job once that I became, I had some mean names because I took away the donuts that we got every day because they weren't for the customers. The warehouse guys were eating them and we were spending like a thousand dollars a month on them. And it was tight that month, you know, like we weren't, we were a profit center and we weren't making profit. And so I was like, well, where can we cut it? The donuts, right? And uh, I found like a cheaper snack for the customers and the warehouse guys didn't like it and so i i became that bad guy and i was like that's fine it's because it needs to happen and so city employees might not like it if i push back on their wants in their budget but i'm ready to say no because the citizens are done paying for it because they don't see the the need for it i mean i don't know about you but growing up uh when you would see a work truck, right? They they call them work truck whites for a reason, right? And you'd you're lucky if you had cruise control. You were lucky if you had uh, electronic windows, right? Well, if you ever drive around Payson, 
they've got some pretty nice city vehicles. All the cities have pretty nice vehicles. And I don't know why. And I want to know why now. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's a big thing for me. And I get having reliable things like that. Yes. Yeah. No, I see even here in little old Elk Ridge. Mm-hmm. They've got some, they got some pretty nice vehicles. We have a, trail, a, a Chevy Trail Boss rolling around in Payson. That's an expensive truck. Yeah. And it's not needed. And it's not needed. It, but it's, and so things like that. That's yeah. what I'm like. Why did we need an $80,000 truck? When we could have got a $40,000 truck. Or, or, God forbid, a used one. Yeah. Or why are we buying them every X amount of years instead of trying to maintain them a little longer? They can still be reliable. I know we need four-wheel drive, right? They use a lot of them when they plow or something. Totally happy for that. We need four-wheel drive. We live in, you know, I live where you have to have four-wheel drive to get to and pace in. But it's those kind of things that I have told people... Again, I'm working for the citizens. I'm not working for the city workers. I am to make sure that the police are taken care of. Um, the fire department, they are in the original fire station. It has not been updated. They need new ambulances, fire trucks, full-time employees, things like that, that they're not getting. And we have to start planning for it now because we have UVU coming. We have MTech coming. We have Front Runner coming. Those are all huge expansions. It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up and they need to be ready now. Yeah. They need to be planning for it now because those things are not cheap. And so to me, I'd rather hold off on replacing that public works truck for another year or two if we can and put it towards a full-time fireman or another police officer or a fire truck or something. And I know they're obviously a lot more money than a... A pickup truck, oh, but... Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, expensive. So, so I don't know if that... I Like I said, I'm just me. I uh, got to stay, stay, stop saying just, but just I you. am me, but I'm a normal Payson resident that is tired of the way that it's going, and that's all you hear nonstop. And I've been, like I said, I've been going to the meetings, and after every meeting, I've been going home. And typing up notes and posting it on the local Facebook Payson page that's ran by some community people. Because when Doug Welton left, um, that left. And people, they loved the updates. And um, I've been doing that and people love it and they see it. And, and you know, the current city council, I know they're doing the best they can in some sense, right? They are human. But I say in some sense. Um, but when asked as to why they don't update citizens or this or that i've been i heard in the debate it's not the city's job by one of the candidates running and i don't believe that's true to keep the citizens updated yeah yes, to keep is. them informed um and then they're all working people also not a lot of people number one want to go sit through a city council meeting let alone have the time to go sit through one so if it takes me 15 minutes to come home from one and type up what I learned and what happened in that meeting or what's coming up, I'm going to do it. And that's what I've said. Um, you know, I've had a lot of people say, well, yeah, people always say that in their campaign. And I said, well, you can mark my word and you can hold me to the fire and you can call me out. Record it if you want. I said, I will do anything that I can to keep these citizens involved. In one of the meetings, then they did this survey about what residents feel is important for Payson, what they want to see. Well, this survey is over a year old. So to me, it's already not valid. That survey's not valid. It, you need a new survey. So what they were talking about, so I think they said, I'm going to say a thousand 
it might have been a few more, or I think, actually, I think it was 1,106 people responded to the survey out of everyone in Payson. And they were going to send out another survey to get more answers from the answers they got on the first survey. So as we're sitting there in this meeting, um, the, the city council is talking about, well, how do we get more people to do the survey? How do we get more people involved? You know, we've tried, we've tried. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm a very involved citizen, and I don't even know if I got that survey. And they asked if anyone had any suggestions, and I raised my hand. I was the only one that did. And there were other candidates in there, too. And I raised my hand. I went up there, and I gave my suggestion. And I don't feel it was taken very well because of the tone I got back or the remarks I got back. But my suggestion was kind of what I'm doing with my campaign. Do you know how people I've talked to door to door that don't know anything that's going on? There is always going to be a Lacey Smith in every neighborhood. There's always going to be one in every precinct that is willing to take up this many blocks and go knock on someone's door and say, hey, Barbara, this is what's going on. You need to do this survey. They want to know what we want. There's always going to be someone. You just have to find them and you have to be willing to do so. And that's what I feel like the city's not willing to do. If someone's not going to click on a survey because they didn't see it or they didn't get the email or they didn't get the newsletter, that's... The, the city right now is saying that's the citizen's fault. And it's not the citizen's fault. And I don't think any city should ever go forward. We're talking, they were talking about a rec center. They were talking about a library, a new library, large things. And no city should ever go forward with any decision for any of those things when they only have 1,100 people telling them what they want, when you have 23,000. That is absolutely a no for me. And so- yeah, It's almost like it's- not designed, but sort of, you know, keep people in the dark, but yeah. And then they can you know, go ahead. Like, and, oh. No, I feel like that is how it is designed because then all of a sudden, three months later, we all of a sudden hear that there was a pass for something and well, that's what the citizens wanted. No, they didn't. 10% yeah. of the citizens, but it's just tricky. I mean, it's, it's hard to get, you know, you can't make people get involved, but at the same time, there's a, this feeling that, oh, if, if, if the powers that be, keep us in the dark they can do whatever they want because we don't know what's going on or we're fighting amongst each other then they can do what they want which 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 does happen unfortunately i i had someone when she you know i said something about what i wanted to do and she goes well you can't force people to change and i said i never said i wanted to force anyone what i'm hoping is what i'm doing kind of causes an automatic wave and an automatic just it just a ripple and it explodes that people start to see a little bit of a difference and a little bit of a change and maybe someone does care and I am going to get involved now. I am going to take that survey because someone does care. And I don't have all the answers and I I tell people that all the time. You know what? I really don't know the answer that's to that. Why me... That's why you're one of five. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have all the answers. Because you don't have all the answers. Yeah. And I'm not always going to give the answer that someone likes. I've learned that too and that's okay. Again, I'll tell you why though I'm going the way that I am. But I'm willing to listen to people. But um, I just want people to really take back that control, maybe, instead of being controlled. Because it is the citizens who are supposed to be in and charge. If it's our city, then we want to feel like it's our city. Exactly. You don't yeah. just live there. That's your town. Right. That's your city. So, you know, some some guy last night, he, uh, he was pretty funny. He was an older gentleman and... And he was like, because a lot of the, you'll see a lot of, if you look at any of the candidates, they all say, we want to preserve this small town feel, small town feel. And he goes, what does that even mean? And I said, well, first off, I haven't said that. 
I said, I did say small town roots, but I said to me, you could live in New York City and have a small town feel. It's a sense of community. It's a sense of care, compassion. It's that you can go next door to your neighbor for anything, whether it be a pencil, an egg, or a ladder, or whatever, and know that you know their name and that they care about you and they're willing to help you also. That's what a small town feel is to me. It doesn't have to mean like we need to keep this town small. No. But you still need to remember that people are people and still care. And that, and he kind of, you know, I think he accepted that. I don't blow fluff up people, you know, like it, I'll just tell you how it is. And, and that's what I told him. I said, well, I never said that. But what I said was this. But if you were to ask me what a small town feel is, this is, this is it to me. Well, there's a difference, difference between community and those who just live next to each other. Oh, 100%. I mean. And we want that. We want to know our neighbors and well, yeah maybe some of us don't maybe my husband some of doesn't us ha- he he hates people he's uh he he always says like a good neighbor stay over there but That's he's just funny. he's That's... an introvert you know kind of uh my therapist says that there's no such thing as an introvert extrovert we all kind of have our we're both we're all kind of both it just depends on the situation that you're in where you then shine or don't but my husband he 100 percent he it's just his personality you know and um but me I come from a very uh, vocal family. Um, my mom's a realtor and we would be driving down the road because, you know, this was back in the day when you'd put a flyer on the sign and she'd see these families pulling flyers out and she'd pull over and she'd be like, are you in the market of buying a house? And I'd just sit there and I'm like, mom. You're and embarrassing me. Stop you're talking embarrassing to people. Me. So yes, I know my neighbors. You know, I want to know my neighbors. It also makes you feel safer in your community, in your neighborhood, Right. Because you know who people are. It's not a stranger. And so that's what I want to bring back to Payson because I feel like that's not happening anymore. And so when I say I want more involvement, I think if you just feel like you have a sense of community, that'll get people involved. And right now people don't feel that. So Okay, so how yeah. now that we're, we're going to wrap this up, mm-hmm. um, Payson residents, whoever's yes. hearing this. Or if, whoever's not, if you just whoever's want to not hearing, local city council. Or that too. <laughs> how, do they, how do people get... Do the, are the ballots mailed? They are mailed. Um, okay. You can go on vote.utah.gov to make sure that if you have not received your ballot, to make sure that they have your correct address, to make sure that your registration is correct. If not, you can go contact the county uh, clerk or you can go on the 21st to Payson City's um, in-person voting and they can help you vote. Okay. So. And we'll put all this in the show notes. So and I gets think it. it's the... 13th of or November that you have to be registered to vote by. Okay. We'll get all those details and we'll put them out there. Um, Any last, any final words? My biggest thing that I say to anyone, you can't complain unless you vote. So even if your person doesn't win. Well, that's not true at all. I can complain all I want. You (laughs) shouldn't. Okay. You shouldn't complain. complain. You shouldn't complain. All right. Yes. You shouldn't complain, but no. um, And it's not even that. Exercise your freedom and your right to vote. Even if you might have some bad feelings of the government, we still have that freedom. Well, and we, we and if are we the, don't do it, what was the purpose of And we doing are the it? government. Yeah. As, weird, as cliche as that may seem, especially locally, if you want changes, you become that. You Go become get that. involved and, and make that yeah. change. So just get out and vote. That's and, and make sure you know who you're voting for. And why. And why. Don't just pick a name. Yeah. Go knock on their door. It's, it's public record. <laughs> yeah. 
It really is. Don't just vote for a pretty, pretty face and pretty sign. Yeah, and a pretty sign and lots of them. Yeah. But no, but thanks for having me. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Thank you again for listening to The Parish The Thought Show. We know you have many podcast options and appreciate that you have chosen us. If you love what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us. And don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. If you hate what you hear, only tell us. You're still here? Click on the next episode for more from The Parish The Thought Show.